Holy, holy, holy Lord God Almighty, which was and is and is to come. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, one God, O come, let us adore him. Psalm 95 on page 459. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. Today, if ye will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation, as in the day of temptation in the wilderness. When your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my works. Forty years long was I grieved with this generation, and said, It is a people that do err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways. Unto whom I swear in my wrath, that they should not enter into my rest. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 7 on page 349. <clears throat> o Lord my God, in Thee have I put my trust. Save me from all them that persecute me and deliver me. Lest he devour my soul like a lion, and tear it in pieces, while there is none to help. O Lord my God, if I have done any such thing, or if there be any weakness in my hand. If I have rewarded evil unto him that dealt friendly with me, yea, I have delivered him that without any cause is mine enemy. Then let mine enemy persecute my soul and take me. Yea, let him tread my life down upon the earth and lay mine honor in the dust. Stand up, O Lord, in thy wrath, and lift up thyself because of the indignation of mine enemies. Arise up for me in the judgment that thou hast commanded. And so shall the congregation of the peoples come about thee. For their sakes, therefore, lift up thyself again. The Lord shall judge the peoples. Give sentence with me, O Lord, according to my righteousness and according to the innocency that is in me. O let the wickedness of the ungodly come to an end, but guide thou the just. For the righteous God trieth the very hearts and reins. My help cometh of God, who preserveth them that are true of heart. God is a righteous judge, strong and patient. And God is provoked every day. If a man will not turn, he will wet his sword. He hath bent his bow and made it ready. 
He hath prepared for him the instruments of death. He ordained his arrows against the persecutors. Behold, the ungodly travaileth with iniquity. He hath conceived mischief and brought forth falsehood. He hath graven and digged up a pit, and has fallen himself into the destruction that he made for other. For his travail shall come upon his own head, and his wickedness shall fall on his own pate. I will give thanks unto the Lord according to his righteousness, and I will praise the name of the Lord Most High. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the seventeenth chapter of the book of Numbers. And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the children of Israel, and get from them a rod from each father's house, all their leaders according to their father's houses, twelve rods. Write each man's name on his rod, and you shall write Aaron's name on the rod of Levi, for there shall be one rod for the head of each father's house. Then you shall place them in the tabernacle of meeting, before the testimony where I meet with you. And it shall be that the rod of the man whom I choose will blossom. Thus I will rid myself of the complaints of the children of Israel, which they make against you. So Moses spoke to the children of Israel, and each of their leaders gave him a rod apiece, for each leader according to their father's houses, twelve rods, and the rod of Aaron was among their rods. And Moses placed the rods before the Lord in the tabernacle of witness. Now it came to pass on the next day that Moses went into the tabernacle of witness, and behold, the rod of Aaron of the house of Levi had sprouted and put forth buds, had produced blossoms and yielded ripe almonds. Then Moses brought out all the rods from before the Lord to all the children of Israel. And they looked, and each man took his rod. And the Lord said to Moses, Bring Aaron's rod back before the testimony, to be kept as a sign against the rebels, that you may put their complaints away from me, lest they die. Thus did Moses, just as the Lord had commanded him, so he did. Here endeth the first lesson. Benedictus S. Blessed art thou, Lord God of our fathers, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou for the name of thy majesty, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the temple of thy holiness, Praise and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou that beholdest the depths and dwellest between the cherubim. Praise and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou on the glorious throne of thy kingdom. Praise and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven. Praise and exalted above all forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, 
as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the 39th verse of the first chapter of the Gospel according to St. Luke. Now Mary arose in those days and went into the hill country with haste to a city of Judah and entered the house of Zacharias and greeted Elizabeth. And it happened when Elizabeth heard the greeting of Mary that the babe leaped in her womb and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. Then she spoke out with a loud voice and said, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. But why is this granted to me, that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For indeed, as soon as the voice of your greeting sounded in my ears, the babe leaped in my womb for joy. <clears throat> blessed is he, blessed is she who believed, for there will be a fulfillment, fulfillment of those things which were told her from the Lord. And Mary said, my soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit has rejoiced in God my Savior. For he has regarded the lowly state of his maidservant. For behold, henceforth all generations will call me blessed. For he who is mighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name, and his mercy is on those who fear him from generation to generation. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their heart. He has put down the mighty from their thrones and exalted the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and the rich he has sent away empty. He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy as he spoke to our fathers, to Abraham and to his seed forever. And Mary remained with her about three months and returned to her house. Here ends the second lesson. Benedictus. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he has visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David. As he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our forefathers and to remember his holy covenant, to perform the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham that he would give us, that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people for the remission of their sins. Through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high has visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, 
world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Almighty, everlasting God, who has given unto us thy servant's grace, by the confession of a true faith to acknowledge the glory of the eternal trinity and in the power of the divine majesty to worship the unity we beseech thee that thou wouldest keep us steadfast in this faith and evermore defend us from all adversities who livest and reignest one god world without end amen o god who art the author of peace and lover of concord in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life whose service is perfect freedom Defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemy, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither unto any kind of danger but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning to all. The um, instructions in number 17 are kind of a, <clears throat> a, a reiteration of, of what God had given to Moses on Mount Sinai. And the rebellion of Korah, Dathan, and Abiram showed that they didn't really believe God's word through Moses. And so now with the budding rods, God provides another witness to the people. Okay, here, put out rods, and, and you see them, the rod of Aaron flowers, and now you can see, okay, this is the one I've chosen. So it's, a, it's confirming the testimony and showing God's... Um, selection of Moses and choice of Moses. Uh, and it's interesting in the language of the chapter because it says, 
Moses did exactly what God said to do, according to all that God said to do, Moses did, which, of course, is direct contrast with Korah, Dathan, and Abiram, who did what they wanted to do and didn't listen to God at all, corresponds to the New Testament lesson where Elizabeth says of Mary, blessed is she who believed. We see the, the, the commonality of those who believe are those who are chosen by God and approved, and those who rebel and disbelieve are um, are disapproved. And the whole um, boundering of the the tabernacle in the Old Testament marks this distinction between the sacred and the profane. And it wasn't um, it wasn't really to keep people from God. It was the first step in a movement for God to get closer to people. But at this step in the movement, in the Old Covenant, um, there had to be boundaries. And so God appointed certain people to come in just a certain way to represent the people. And God covenanted to interact with Israel in a certain way if they did these things he said. And it's important to understand um, that once God has spoken something, it is. And so if God says, don't do this, that's become part of reality because it's, it's impossible for God to say something and change his mind and, and say, I didn't. So, so once God has established his covenant relationship, this is why obedience is so significant and faith is so significant. God binds himself by his word in, in, in all the implications of that. So this boundering of the sanctuary, only Aaron and, and the Levites will go in, was to safeguard the people and allow them to have a relationship with God where they could know him but not be consumed by him. And transgressing those boundaries ran you into danger. Now, in the New Testament lesson, we're already seeing, we already have the essential end of the old covenant because the word has been made flesh and dwelt among us now that presence which no one could ever approach in the sanctuary except for the priests and levites is now living in the womb of the blessed virgin and this is a non um, priestly human who um, receives him by faith and so it's already the 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 end of the old the old covenant in the beginning of the new covenant where the distance between god and man is not is is um bridged by the incarnation god becomes man and first he becomes man in the womb of the blessed virgin and then with the resurrection ascension the gift of the spirit god comes to dwell within each of us and take up his home in there and that's where the sanctuary is now <clears throat> the whole purity codes and the whole danger of not of disobeying still pertains because we're closer to God, we're not further away. And because God dwells within us, the whole growth in the Christian life, what we might call sometimes the purging growth and the overcoming sin and growing in holiness is all the ways that this presence of God within us works to to increase his presence, to to take over more of our lives. And that's what we talked on Pentecost. The same fire that consumed the rebels in numbers is the fire of the spirit that dwells within us and slowly 
refines and cleanses and purifies. The difference is if we receive God's word by faith, the spirit comes um, to us in union communion and it, it and and works to purify us and draw us closer. If we operate in a lack of faith, God becomes an adversary and the fire of God ends up consuming us because the, the, the possibility of being eternal that comes from saying yes to God has been rejected. So we see in this narrative, our role like Mary is to believe, to receive the word, to do what he says to do, like Moses says, whatever God said, that's what Moses did. Mary, blessed is the blessed is she who believed there'll be a performance. And that's for us in the in sort of uh, Mary epitomizing the Christian life and us seeing ourselves as sort of in her receiving our Lord, uh, our call to believe and to do those things God calls us to do as he takes up his home within us. A few thoughts about today's lessons. We continue with a prayer for all conditions of men on the bottom of page 18. O God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men that thou wouldest be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. More especially we pray for thy holy church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth, and hold the faith in unity of spirit, in the bond of peace and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate. That it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. And this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Together the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of 